and amen. I want you to turn around, say hello to someone, and then be seated, please. Everyone, please be seated. Yeah, we'll get them in a second. Very good. How many guests have we here today? We want to find out. And so, in order to do this, I ask that without embarrassment, our ushers be prepared with many, many in hand uh, as they come and distribute a little packet of material. It contains a card. And in, in the, that card, we just want the information to uh, have a record of your attendance with us today. We want you to become a part of uh, our extended family. And so, if you are a guest today, we have a packet of material for you. Just slip your hand up without embarrassment. No one embarrassed. If you are a guest today, not a regular attender, but here to hear, God bless you. That's good. Fantastic. Outstanding. All right. That's great. Anyone else? Any other guests? Thank you. I want you to have the material that's in the packet and also fill out the card and place it on the plate later on when it is passed. Thank you so very, very, very much. It is good to have you here with us today. And we are going to now prepare for our presentation of Ring the Bells. Ring the Bells is a presentation of music and narration from the adult and children's choirs and musicians and technicians with the pastor narrating and asking for your patience in all things. It is about a very important subject I'm holding here, something I'm going to show the kids. This is Aunt Gwendolyn's, my dear wife's, silver bell. And of course, you all know there are many kinds of bells. There are, there are clock tower bells and church tower bells, and you've heard those ring. And, and there are, of course, bells on organs, and there are bells uh, on sleighs, and there are bells uh, on cows, and there are bells everywhere we go. And Bells were used in school. How many of you would go to school and there was a school bell ringing? Sure, you know what I'm saying. So bells have an integral part in our past and in our present. And I'm going to ask that we dim the lights now and prepare for our presentation. Six thousand years ago, the pre-incarnate Christ, the Lord Himself, spoke everything into existence. He did it by the word of His power, the Bible says, and we believe the Bible is the word of God, amen? amen. He created man from the dust of the earth, and He breathed into His nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul, and then He took the rib from man and made a woman so He would have a helpmeet. And they are and have been from that time until this, a team working together, hopefully to, to know God and then to glorify Him as well. He looked on His creation that He had made with His word and with His hands and with His breath, and He pronounced it to be good. But then sin came. Man sinned, and His face began to look for a Savior to come. Look this way and that way, and there was no, no Savior yet. The centuries passed. They longed for a Savior. And over 40 centuries, 4,000 years passed before that first Christmas morn. You have in your bulletin just a word about bells. Bells are many things, many different things to different people. Bells also serve as a warning or as an alert, a call to action. In fact, uh, back in World War II, there was an agreement in Europe not to ring the church bells unless there was an invasion coming. People recognized either the sound of the bell or the absence of the sound of the bell as meaning something. And today, bells mean something to us as well. It was none other than the great poet, Henry Wadsworth Longfellow, who wrote the hymn, I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day, their old familiar carols play. And then he wrote the third verse, about how depressed he was with war and all that was going on around him. And then the Lord once again uh, explained and uh, emphasized the truth that our hope is in the Lord, not in those things and those people around us, but in the Lord himself. Hymn writers have written many songs about bells. Ring the bells of heaven when a soul gets saved. And then there is this Christmas bell that goes like this. 
Come we merrily on Christmas morn to the place where Christ was born. Kneel we reverently before His feet. With the shepherds there we meet. Hear we angels singing of His birth. Peace, goodwill to men on earth. Go we joyously to the world to tell. Ring we merrily the Christmas bell. Today, we would like to ring the bells and we would like for you to take that message with you as we ring the bells today. God the Father gave His Son, gave His only begotten One, that we might be saved. The story of Christ coming to earth is the greatest love story in history. God came down in the form of a baby. The Bible says in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Say everlasting life. Everlasting life. Think of it. Life that does not end. It's perfect. And it's forever. But I'm getting ahead of myself now. Uh, you might be asking, how can this be? And that's exactly what Mary, the Virgin Mary, said to the angel who came to her and announced that she was going to be the mother of the Savior and give birth, having not had a relationship with a man. And this would be a virgin birth so that the Savior would have no sin nature, which is passed down father to child. And so she, she said, how can this be? And the angel said, with God, nothing shall be impossible. We still believe that's true today. And so Isaiah, by inspiration, called Jesus by another name. He called him Emmanuel, which means God with us. God with us. Right now, I'd like you to listen to Fanny Crosby's great words in the song, Tell Me the story of Jesus. Tell me the story of Jesus Write on my heart every word Tell me the story most precious Sweetest that ever was
great let's give the choir a big hand amen good job i think i hear the boys and girls about ready to come for their bell ringing lesson and that's going to be so exciting here they come all right they're coming in now and they're going to take their places down front and you might recognize them they're they're disguised as uh you know little choir singers and i love their robes don't you isn't that fantastic hey kids how are we doing we doing okay Everybody get in your line nice and straight. Miss Evie did such a good job, and the ladies that are working, and Miss Linda, wonderful. Move over. Slide just a little bit more, guys. A little bit more this way. One half step. There we go. There we go. Looking good. Very good. Very good. Very good. All right. That's good. Very good. Outstanding. All right. Well, uh, we're ready for our bell lesson, and uh, I'm going to show you something from um, Aunt Gwendolyn. Aunt Gwendolyn was given this bell. It's a silver bell. Isn't that pretty? All right. Now, you got bells too, right? You got bells? Can you make some noise with your bells? Man, you sound like a sleigh. And, you know, that's, that's exactly what those are. Those are sleigh bells. This is a silver bell. This is kind of like a teacher who says time to come into class. All right. That's fantastic. And we're going to practice our ringing the bell together all right so let's let's do that right now here we go here we go um i'm gonna go like this and, and wh while we do it let's go ring 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 that's pretty good that's it for first time out not bad not bad now when we ring our bells we want to sing ring 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 so that they get the idea now, I want you to turn, look over your shoulder back there. See those big people there? They don't know how to do any of this. We didn't trust them with bells at all. See, you got bells. They don't have bells. They got no bells. All right, so what's going to happen is later on, you're going to help them out in other ways too. But right now, they're going to help you at the end of this song. They've got a big note. At the, is that right? They've got a big note at the end of the song. So that's good. All right. Now, Aunt Gwendolyn, can you give us a little introduction Please to the um, to the song, and then we'll get into the ring, ring, ring. Okay, very good. Oh, I recognize that. That sounds like. What's that sound like? Here we go. Ready? Ring, ring. Ring, ring, ring. Thank you. 
refrain. Here we go. on that fantastic all right fantastic all right kids i promised you a pizza party and we're going to give them a pizza party what do you think about that pizza party idea huh they're so excited they can't even express themselves but pizza pizza party pizza party You have a question, Klaus? What is pizza made out of? What is pizza made out of? Have you ever worked with kids and they got questions, important questions, you know, like why is there air and where does pizza come from? So, being the expert that I am and knowing all things as I do, um, here's what I know about pizza. You go down to the Pizza Hut or Domino's or one, your favorite place and you order it and they give it to you in a box, Right? And you eat it and it tastes good. And now, how many of you know that much? Raise your hands. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Or you might go to the store and buy some, uh, is there a department where you get pizza ingredients? Some, something, something, yeah, something like that? So, okay, Stephen, you got the answer. I, oh, okay, all right, okay. So there are certain things that people should not do. But um, I, I, I don't have the answer, so, you know, maybe you should ask your dad. I don't know. But... Um, I tell you what, I know where I can find some experts on pizza right here. How many of you think they're experts? Okay. So, what's in pizza? What's in pizza? What's in pizza? Crust. Crust. Very good. All right. Crust. Okay. What else? Cheese. Cheese. Tomato sauce. Okay. Pineapple. Oh, pineapple. We got one from Hawaii here. Okay. All right. What else is in pizza? What else is in pizza? Sausage. Okay, anybody know? Okay, go. Spinach. Spin <laughs> what have you been eating? Pizza. <laughs> She's uh, that's a healthy girl. Okay, anybody else? Go ahead. Pepperoni. Pepperoni. Okay, um, mushrooms. Mushrooms, very good, very good. Dylan, you got one? Um, we put it in the oven. You put it in the oven, and you know what? There are no wrong answers. That is absolutely correct. Put it in the oven. In fact... When we were asking before, going through this, he said wood chips, and he's right, because wood chips uh, give you that certain flavor, aroma, and so forth, and, and it was good idea, kids. So for your pizza party, we're going to have the experts make, make some pizza. We're going to have a great, great, wonderful, what? You got to question me or what? What? Party. Isn't it going to be someone's birthday? Isn't it going to be someone's birthday? Evie? I'm sorry, I missed your birthday. When is your birthday, Evie? July. July. Well, we have lots of time to plan for the next one, don't we? It's not Miss Evie's birthday, all right. So, uh, Miss Linda, is it your birthday? No, nope, mine's in February. February, at least I got two months to plan, okay. How about you, is it your birthday? Is it your, is it, is it, huh? no, it's not your birthday? Okay, so whose birthday is it? Jesus. All right, so we should sing happy birthday, dear Jesus, and you can join us as we sing together, all right? Sing it out. Happy birthday to
Fantastic. That's great. All right. Uh, kids, you did a great job. But now, you know what? Take a look over your shoulders again. See those people? They need help. Okay? And we're going to help them on the next song. It's about shepherds. Come on. Let's sing it. All right. Let's give them a big hand. Great job. We're almost finished, but the most important part is right now. And that is, in Bible-believing churches, we not only know the truth from the Word of God, not because we're anything special, but God has shared the truth with us. But also, this is important, not only do we know the truth, but we receive it. The Bible says, but as many as received Him, Jesus Christ, to them gave He power to become the sons of God. Randolph, you're on TV, buddy. Let me shake your hand. All right, let me give you a fist bump there. All right, okay. All right, Randolph, I know you've got a testimony for Jesus. Now, you've asked Jesus Christ to be your Lord and Savior, haven't you? He's living in your heart and life. It's real, isn't it? It is real. It is real. It's real, isn't it? Isn't it? Does, does Jesus Christ come in and change your life from what you once were? Makes you a brand new creature. All right. So I want everybody to understand this is not an academic exercise. This isn't like going to a class and passing the class. That's not it. Salvation isn't like going to school. Salvation is a transaction where we're in a mess that we can't get ourselves out of, and only Jesus Christ can do that for us. But we have to receive Him, we have to stop trying to save ourselves by religion, by good works, by a certain code of ethics or whatever. All those things may have their place in life. Uh, God is a God of order, and we should have an ordered life as well, but that doesn't get you to heaven. The harder we work, the deeper the hole that we dig. Bible says so, yeah. So we, we need to just stop trying to save ourselves and let the one who came to save us, who is the expert, you know, he knows about everything having to do with salvation because He is the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by Jesus Christ. So, if you're anybody here tired of religion, come on, put your hands up. Come on, put your hands up. Tired of religion. Try, 
trying and trying and trying and doing all of this and doing all of that and never quite living up to it and then wondering, feeling guilty when you go to church and then, and then the, the preacher preaches and you feel even more guilty and you go with a bigger load than you came with, right? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. That's it. But here's the truth. Jesus Christ is the burden bearer. I'm just going to touch it for a second here. He takes the load off of us. He takes it upon Himself. He takes your list of my list, everybody's list of wrongdoings, everything we'll ever do wrong, and He puts it on His record. And then there's something even better than that. This is, this is, this is the greatest transaction in all the world. Casey, I'm going to tell you what this is. Not only does Jesus take your record of sin, everything you'll ever do in your whole life, but He gives you His perfect record. You talk about a ticket to get in. That's it. Well, why should I let you into heaven? I got the righteousness of Christ. I didn't do it. He did it. He paid for it in full. Now, wouldn't you like to exchange all of your trying and all of that sin debt that's on you, wouldn't you like to exchange it for His perfection, for His righteousness? That's why Jesus came. He came as a baby so that He could grow up as a man and die a physical death, but a special death, because He died for the sins of all mankind. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Are you willing to do it? It's a simple thing. Would you bow your heads right now? Close your eyes. Everybody bow your heads and close your eyes. Pray from your heart something like this. There's nothing that's not true. You can stop at any point, but pray silently. Dear God. Everybody can do that. Dear God. Now here we go. I'm saying it from my heart. You could say it too. I admit I'm a sinner. I admit I'm a sinner. And because of that, I deserve to pay for my sins. I deserve to pay for my sins. But I believe Jesus came into the world to save sinners like me. And right now, right now, I receive the Lord Jesus Christ into my heart. I receive the Lord Jesus Christ into my heart as my personal Savior. As my personal Savior. Please take away my sins. Please take away my sins. And take me to heaven when I die. And take me to heaven when I die. Every head is bowed. Every eye is closed. If you prayed that prayer from your heart just now, and you meant it, I want you to raise your hand up so I can see it. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Those are wonderful, wonderful, heartfelt decisions. God bless you. Now let me tell you the truth. That means that your sin debt is paid. That Jesus Christ will come into your life. That He'll make you brand new from the inside out. Now, it's not going to be easy because every single day, every single day, we need to get our thinking straight with respect to who Jesus is. He's the Lord. He's the one that should be calling the shots in our life. And we should be allowing Him to have His way. I'm so glad for you that have prayed to receive Jesus Christ as your Savior. Dear Lord Jesus, thank You for coming to this world. Thank You for taking my place and taking the place of every person here. And help us, Lord, I pray now, as we finish out this wonderful musicale, it's been a great, great uh, musicale so far, but as we finish that, help us to personalize it. Help us, each one, to go symbolically from this place and ring the bells. I pray it now in Jesus' name. God bless you. All God's people said, Amen and Amen.
come down and get out of the robes and join you. Maybe we'll get the kids back in here. I don't know. Uh, maybe sitting with the parents and, uh, or adults. And uh, thank you so much. We've got a little ways to go before we're through with the service, but not long. Thank you for your patience. We're going to stand and sing a song together now. Please take the hymn book and turn with me, if you will please, now to number 135. We're going to be singing together, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Number 135 in your Burgundy hymn book. Sing along with me now. Hark the herald angels sing Glory to the newborn King Peace on earth and mercy mild God and sinners reconciled Joyful all ye nation rise Join the triumph of the skies With angelic hosts proclaim Christ is born in Bethlehem Hark the herald angels sing Glory to the new Christ my highest heaven adored Christ the Everlasting Lord, late in time, behold him come, offspring of a virgin's womb. Now in flesh the Godhead seen, how the incarnate deity pleased as men with men to appear. Jesus, our Emmanuel, here. Hark, herald angels sing Glory to the stanza number three Hail the heavenly prince of peace Hail the son of righteousness Light and light to all he brings Rives with healing in his wings Mild he lays his glory by Born that man no more Born to raise the sons of earth Born to give the second birth Hark the herald angels sing Glory to the new Come desire of nations come Come desire of nations come Fix in us thy humble home Rise the walls conquering sea Bruise in us the serpent's head Adam's likeness now efface Come on now, sing it Second Adam from above Reinstate us in thy love Hark the herald angels sing Glory to the newborn King All of God's people said today Amen Amen Thank you for the good singing and you may be seated Amen Thank you so much I know it's a little different schedule than that which we are used to But very quickly we're going to take care of some preliminaries These are going to be like in the middle areas I guess So uh, first of all we've had a, a great season of soul winning and visitation uh, since a week ago Saturday, it's been nine days, this is day number ten, we've got uh, just a few more days, uh, five more after today, and this is called Fill Virginia and Fill America, and uh, we have distributed uh, some tracts, and so uh, we have some forms, if, if you've been involved in passing out the tracts, praise the Lord, we've seen folks saved, we've seen people read all the way through, and so those that we know who have distributed, uh, we're going to get their reports, and so uh, Tyler, you can come on up and get ours as well. Thank you so much. Uh, praise the Lord. Just to let you know, when you give uh, to the Zicks, that's Bert and Bertie, who have a, a marketplace, a flea market ministry where they win souls to Christ, had eight saved yesterday. Think about that. 
eight saved yesterday came to Jesus Christ and all God's people said, Amen. And they are now representing Great Commission Ministries in a booth ministry out in flea markets and open air fairs and so forth, doing a great work for the Lord. Praise the Lord. Okay. All right, we're getting everybody's picked up, all right? We're going to put these in your hand or in the offering plate, whichever one works out, and that's what we'll plan to do. Okay. Glad again for all the guests who came out. We have been praying that we'd have a good turnout today, and we want to also wish you a very, very merry Christmas and praise the Lord. If you want to stop by the bookstore, I'm not sure if we have any of these uh, prayer ornaments left. Are they all pretty much gone? We still have a few. Have a few. I've got one here for display if you run out. So uh, you can pick those up. Merry Christmas, Central Baptist Church, and you can pray for the, for the church and the ministries of the church all year long. You can hang it on your tree or wherever you want to, your mantle, so forth. We want to pray for folks that are bereaved. We want to pray for folks that are sick. We have some in the hospital. We have some in rehab. We also have some praises, God answering prayer. And so doing a great job. I got some Christmas cards uh, this week. Uh, we got a Christmas card from the Overbees who represent uh, Jewish Awareness Ministries. Uh, Ken and Lane Overby. I got their Christmas card. And also uh, uh, Nathan and Rebecca and Priscilla uh, Frey. And they're going to be coming in February to present their ministry in South America, so I hope you'll be part of that. Once again, thank you for your kindness all year long and the way you take good care of your pastor. But we're not asking for Christmas gifts. We're asking that you remember Jesus and give a Christmas gift to Jesus, all right? So we have a, a special offering envelope on the back of the pew in front of you. It's got green writing. It says, give a Christmas gift to Jesus. Hope that you'll do just that. And uh, in so doing... You'll be part of the good things that are going on around here. Also, when we give in just a little while, we are going to have um, we're going to have the opportunity to give to the Nehemiah Fund, and that uh, takes care of refurbishing, upgrading, and we've got some exciting new projects uh, that we're going to be telling you about in the coming year. In 2024, we're going to see even more revamping of this great old building in uh, many, many ways, inside, outside. We'll tell you all about it as those things develop. Right now, I would, uh, I would like you to take your Bible or your bulletin, if you've got a bulletin, on the front of it, we've got 1 Timothy 1.15. 1 Timothy 1.15. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. That's the Apostle Paul, and he is sharing the message that Jesus Christ came to die for us, to take our place. Substitution, you understand in sports, you go in for somebody, that person comes out. Uh, we, we saw this recently. Uh, and, uh, and you understand what I'm saying. If someone stands in for you, someone steps up for you, if, um, if uh, there's a need, uh, you know what I'm talking about, someone steps in. Well, there is no greater love than that a man should give his life for his friends. And Jesus Christ was talking about that in John's Gospel. And Paul is now pronouncing what the nature of this sacrifice was. It was not an unnecessary, needless, uh, uh, senseless sacrifice, but it was certainly with purpose. This is a faithful saying. First of all, if you've got your Bible in your hands, I want you to hold it up for a second. I believe the Bible is the Word of God. And if you believe it, say that with me. I believe the Bible is the Word of God. Now listen to me for a second. If you're going to take anybody's word for it, take God's word for it. Amen? So I believe the Bible is the word of God. Now, I also believe there are no mistakes in it. If you believe that, say, I believe there are no mistakes in it. I believe there are no mistakes in it. And then I say this, and God helping me, and God helping me, I'm going to do my best. I'm going to do my best to obey it. That's right. That's why we have the Bible. The Bible isn't just something to take up space on the shelf or on the coffee table at home. It is the very word of God. On this morning's... Um, very special from the Shepherd of the Sheep Daily Devotional. You can get that for free if you subscribe. I sang an original song that I wrote way back in the early 90s, the 1990s, not the 1890s, folks, but the 1990s. And uh, give me an old-fashioned Christmas. And uh, I did something you're not supposed to do. I slaughtered the English language. I said, like the ones we used to know. All right? But now because we've been made aware of the, of the wrongness of that, Give me an old-fashioned Christmas like those we used to know. 
never too busy for others and to really let love show. Wouldn't you like to have an old-fashioned Christmas? My wife sent me a text this morning after she listened to the devotion. She said, I want an old-fashioned Christmas. And I said, me too. We want to have an old-fashioned Christmas. Praying and playing as families. We were strong so long ago. Give me an old-fashioned Christmas like the ones we used to know, like those we used to know. Those are the kinds of Christmases that will last. And in that verse that I wrote to that chorus, we never think of Xing out Christ's name. It was His birthday. And so off to church we'd go, give me an old-fashioned Christmas. Amen. I want one of those. The bell that we're ringing today, all the different kinds of bells that we're ringing, are symbolic of the truth. And the Bible is the absolute truth. We want the message to ring out. We don't want it to be drowned out. There are many today who would like us to not tell the truth. they like us to hide behind a myth or a lie or something that doesn't truly represent the Lord Jesus Christ. This week it was my high and holy privilege to pass out these little tracks that the Lord enabled us to, to make a reality. Praise God. They've gone around the world, millions of them, in different languages, 13 different languages. Last year, your giving put 85,000 of these in the hands of people in Mexico City and the greater metro area of Mexico City. And over 5,000 were personally dealt with and confirmed that they had prayed to receive Jesus Christ as their Savior. Your giving alone last year, that's just one country out of 200 and some countries. And the, the Bible is true wherever it goes, to whomever it speaks, because it is absolute. It is God's Word. This is a faithful saying. This is something you can't debate. Now, the devil will try to drown you out. Tell you that you're old-fashioned. I want an old-fashioned Christmas. Devil, the world will say, oh, you're outmoded. No, 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 no. Listen, have you seen all those reports about what could happen if the grid shut down? Now, how many of you, you got something nearby you that's electric and it's connected by signal to the grid? How many of you would be in a little bit of difficulty if the grid shut down? Let me tell you something. As much as I don't want that to happen, if you've got Jesus, you've still got all you need. If you've got your Bible, if you can still you know, turn to it. I was listening to Bill Monroe, not the one that's famous for, for uh, country music, uh, for hillbilly music, but Bill Monroe, the preacher in Florence, South Carolina, he was preaching on what the gospel is. He preached it last spring around, around the Easter time. And, and he was preaching away. He said, now I want you to turn... In your Bible, this is I'm doing my best Bill Monroe imitation. Why don't you turn your Bible? He's from West Virginia. How many from West Virginia? Do you understand me when I talk this way? You understand that way? Better than when I speak the other way, right? Okay. Forgive me. All right, we'll get it right. Okay. He says, I want you to turn in the fly leaf of your Bible. He says, Now, if you got one of those electronic ones, ones, got one of those electronic ones, he said, You haven't got any fly leaf in your Bible. Okay, but if you've got one that you can hold in your hand, you've got a fly leaf. He says, now I want you to draw a box in the front of your Bible. He says, now I want you to write in that box, the gospel. And now I want you to write 1 Corinthians, that's 1 C-O-R 15 colon 1 through 8. And don't you for the rest of your life ever wonder where the gospel is because you know where the gospel is. He says, and you need to know what the gospel is. And then he talked about what it isn't. It isn't... If you do this, God will make you well and God will make you rich. He says, that ain't it. That ain't the gospel. He says, in fact, when he got to the end of it, he says, I can't promise you that you'll even be happy if you ask Jesus in your heart. Whoa, that, I said, that's putting a stretch on it. But he says, I can't even promise that you'll be happy because you're going to have deep, dark days of depression and difficulty just like anybody else. But what you're going to have is you're going to have someone to go through those deep valleys with you. Amen. Amen. The baby who came and was born and lived and died and rose from the dead is alive forevermore. And He walks with me and He talks with me and He tells me I am His own and the joy we share as we tarry there none other has ever known. Absolutely! Amen! Right! Spot on! That is correct. We are not exempt from problems because this world is a world 
that is filled with problems and challenges. But we've got Jesus. And when the grid goes down, we've still got Jesus. And when, I mean, you take your money, I'm not asking you for your money, but when you take your money out and you look at that thing, I promise you that tomorrow it will be worth a fraction less than it is today. And man, you're about to run out of fractions, aren't you? That's right. That's right. But when all your money's gone, you can still have Jesus. Say, well, I've had loved ones that passed away. My sis passed away. My parents passed away. And my, my brother is, is, praise God, he's kind of on the rebound, but he's 81 going on 82, preaching the gospel today. And he's, you know, he's like a last stage diabetic on dialysis all the time. Gets up, gets off dialysis so he can go preach, come back, get his sugar down. And uh, he's still going strong. But our loved ones, our friends are passing on. Dr. Sexton, our friend, Passed on, pray for his family. When I looked at it, he was born six months before me. He's only six months. I'm going to catch up to him. Lord willing. He's gone to glory. Dr. Sexton, think about that. Man that taught me and so many others how to win souls to Jesus Christ, C.W. Fisk. C.W. Fisk died last week. Great soul winner. One of the three greatest soul winners of modern times. Along with Carl Hatch and Ron Zwatko. He died. Guy that went to school and rolled with me my first or second year, uh, Jerry Vector, died four days after Clarence Sexton died. They're dying. They're dropping off. They're passing away. He said, I'm losing it. I'm losing all my loved ones. No, you're not. If they know Jesus, you're just going to see Him in a while. That's all. You didn't lose them. How can you say something's lost when you know when, where they are, huh? They're not lost. You haven't lost them. They've just gone to glory for a while. Amen. Amen. I got a mom over there. I got a dad over there. I got a sis over there. Amen. One day I'm going to join them. I wrote a new song. It's going to come up in the playlist sometime early in the year. What a heavenly view. What a heavenly view. And uh, there's nothing like heaven. Amen. Amen. Everything else fails. Everyone else fails. People let you down. People treat you wrong. Jesus never fails. When they say to me, Pastor Winnegar, we don't care who you are. We don't care what position you've got. We don't care what you say. You can't come in here and present the gospel. I say, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it's the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm not ashamed. Everything else could be shut down, but you got Jesus, you got all you need. You got everything, everyone, ever. Give me an old fashioned Christmas like that. Amen. So, this is a faithful saying the Bible is absolute truth. Now notice, and worthy of all acceptation. Can I just say this, point number two from that verse is this. Jesus is a Savior worth having. Jesus is a Savior worth believing in. He's worth living for. He's even worth dying for if called upon to do so. Now I'm not inviting trouble. I'm not inviting the world, the flesh, and the devil. Don't have to. Because there's a target on us already. Because... We all, we're not confused. We, we know who we're standing for. We know what we're standing for. We, we know what the truth is and what it's about. We're, we're among the few. We're in the minority. And so when we say, hey, I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that He is able to keep that which I've committed unto Him against that day, I'm believing on Jesus. Jesus is my way. He's my truth. He's my life. I don't have any questions about that. I know what I know what I know. I know whom I have believed. I know Jesus Christ. No question about it. devil hates you. He hates me. Absolutely. Our goal in life is not to be popular with that crowd. Our goal is to ring the bell. Amen. Ding, 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 ding. Ring that bell. Ring that bell. Ring that bell. Ring that bell. What's that, what's that bell about? Jesus came to this world. Yes, Jesus grew up, died, was buried, rose from the dead. Jesus is alive forevermore. Ding, 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 ding. Ring that bell. Ring that bell. Number three, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. He didn't come to save 
good folks, church folks, Baptists, or whatever denomination you're from. He didn't come into this world to specifically save good people, religious people, church folks, Baptists, or any other religious group. Jesus came into this world to save sinners. The Bible says all all have sinned. He says, he's pointing to me. He's got his nerve. Pointing at myself. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Never forget a little itty bitty fellow about Logan's size. My mama got me up on her knee. Said, Bradley, I want you to listen to this. And her sweet soprano voice Jesus loves me. And she would sing, Jesus loves you. This I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little, little, wants to Him belong. We are weak, but He is strong. Bradley, Jesus is strong. Jesus can save you. Jesus loves you. Jesus can keep you safe. Jesus will never let you go. From the time I was little, I was taught that. You were brainwashed. Thank God. Sometimes our brains need good washing. I was told the truth by my mama. And I know when she was a young girl, there was a, a Norwegian pastor's wife in Oldham, South Dakota that knelt down on the wood floor in the First Baptist Church of Oldham, South Dakota and led her to Jesus. From that time on, all she wanted to do was ring the bell. Greatest piano player you ever hear in your life. When she was 103, on YouTube, she gave a concert at 103. She loved Jesus with all of her heart. Absolutely. And she instilled in me and in my brother and in my sister a love for the dear Lord Jesus who came to this world to save sinners. And even though I didn't look like a vicious, terrible mass murderer or something awful, you know what? I could have been because we're all sinners. Jack Allen, who is now in heaven, mass murderer, Jack Allen, I led to Christ in 1979. Went into maximum security through five locking doors and locked in a room with him and led him to Jesus Christ. Man who had been on death row, life sentence, excuse me, uh, uh, death sentence commuted to life without parole. Died. Died in prison. In the last conversation, I said, Jack, how you doing? He was in a, an infirmary. Couldn't even get up and walk. He said, it hurts. He said, Brad, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. man who had brought so much hurt, so much harm, died in a prison infirmary. But he said, with these words on his lips as he went out, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. And I know there's no divine meeting at the gate, but if there were, Jack Allen, why should we let you into heaven? He would have said, just like the thief that was next to Jesus that repented. Jack Allen would have said these words. He would have said, the man on the middle cross said I could go in. That's it. At the gate, they don't say, how is your doctrine of salvation? How is your doctrine of the Scriptures? How is your doctrine of future things? They don't ask you that. On what basis are you standing here? The man on the middle cross. Jesus Christ said I could go in. And that's the only way. We're going to make it home. And I'll tell you, just like Jack Allen said, you might not have ever committed mass capital crime like he did. But the blood of Jesus Christ cleanseth from all sin. Not just some sin, but all sin. But you've got to call upon the name of the Lord. If you haven't done it already, I urge you to do it. And if you have, I want you to do this. I want you to go out of this building and symbolically, first person you say, I'd like to ring the bell. They look at you, what bell? And you say, I want to tell you about the bell. 
heard about it today in church. I want to ring the bell. I want to tell you the greatest story, the sweetest story, the greatest love story ever told. God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Won't you just call upon Jesus now? Would you bow your head and close your eyes? Every head is bowed. Every eye is closed and nobody is looking. And how many of you today would say, Preacher, something in that message spoke to my heart. Slip your hands up. Come on, all over the auditorium. Something spoke to my heart. Amen. Amen. Now, I know this sounds like a strange invitation. I've never given this one before in public. But based upon what I said, symbolically, wouldn't you like to go out and ring the bell? Wouldn't you like to go out and tell people? If you're one of those, you say, I want to ring the bell. I want souls to be saved. I want people to know Jesus. I want them to, on their deathbed, say, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. Put your hands up high. Come on. I want to go out and ring the bell. I want to tell people about Jesus Christ, the sweetest, most wonderful love story. Amen. Amen. If you don't know Jesus Christ, we've given the invitation already once today in the middle of the music, Cal, but let me do it again. Just breathe a prayer from your heart. Dear God, something like that. Dear God, I admit I'm a sinner. I admit I'm a sinner. I deserve to pay for my sins. I deserve to pay for my sins. I believe Jesus died to save me. I believe Jesus died to save me. Right now I receive the Lord Jesus Christ into my heart. Right now I receive the Lord Jesus Christ into my heart as my personal Savior, as my personal Savior. Please take away my sins. Please take away my sins and take me to heaven when I die. Take me to heaven when I die. Mary, did you that your baby boy would one day walk on water. Mary, did you know that your baby boy would save our sons and daughters? Did you know that your baby boy has come to make this child that you delivered will soon deliver you. Mary, did you know that your baby boy will give sight to the blind man? Mary, did you know that your baby boy Come a storm with his hand Did you know that your baby boy Has walked where angels trod And when you've kissed your little baby You've kissed the face of God Mary, did you know The blind will see, the deaf will hear, the dead will live again. The lame will leap, the dumb will speak, the praises of the Lamb. Mary, did you know that your baby boy is Lord of all creation. Mary, did you know that your baby boy will one day rule the nations? And did you know that your baby boy was heaven's perfect lamb? And the sleeping child you're holding is the great 